Welcome to the Ascend Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris Hopper. And I'm Dan Harrison. Each week we delve deep with some of the brightest and most forward thinking, out of the box minds in health, consciousness, mindset and spirituality. This show inspires our listeners to improve their body and mind and our intention is to fuse and unlock the conscious warrior and shift the balance in the current paradigm. Hey, what's up everyone? In this episode of the Ascend podcast, we talk with Prince Ear. I first stumbled across Prince Ear about six years back when I saw one of his uh, videos on YouTube called Bars of Sumer. And since then, he's continued to spread powerful messages and create short, beautiful videos on YouTube that have over millions of views now. Prince Ear, also known by his birth name as Richard Williams, not only creates amazing spoken word pieces, but start to support a movement embracing intelligence and unity in the community called Make Smart Cool. He has become a worldwide inspirational phenomenon, sharing his incredible inspiring messages through spoken word, and he is also known for discussing topics like politics, societal issues, environmentalism, and life issues as well. And in our conversation, Prince delves deep into his journey, what he's had to do to break through to get where he is today, how he has a thirst for learning and educating himself, We also get into the positive and conscious shift happening right now on this planet. Positive negative thoughts, the law of attraction, what is the next level of becoming a human, Prince A's perfect version of the world, and also Prince left us with a final thought he would like to share with you to become your ultimate self. It's an absolute amazing conversation to say the least, so without further ado, Prince A. Thank you for being with us today and it's a truly honour to have such an impactful and inspiring guest and I know that this episode is really going to get people off their seat and demand and change within themselves and within the universe as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you for inviting me. Uh, I'm glad to be here man, let's do, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So Prince, right now we are at the beginning time of change and I think it's a good time to be on this planet. And I feel like we are the start of this collective change of this existence. Yeah. And we must now look to become the ultimate form of spiritual understanding. Yeah. So, Prince, what first started you on this discovery of who you are? Mm. You know, I, I, I would have to agree with uh, Socrates when he says, the unexamined life is not worth living. Uh, you know, I, I was always interested in who we are where we come from and extrapolating that to where we're going, you know, as a species, I got my degree in anthropology. So I was very curious, uh, spiritually though, my, uh, I was, I had a leaning towards spirituality for, you know, a large part of my life. Um, I was never too interested in the worldly things. Um, but really I began to study, at a low point, you know, a lot of the times, you know, um, spiritual teachers and a lot of the people that they catapulted them in onto a, into a path of uh, discovery and of peace. And that's the same with me. You know, I was at a, a low point. I was very uh, depressed. Uh, I wasn't where I wanted to be in my life. 
And so I just, you know, I wanted to be happy. And mm-hmm. I, I had been doing, this is about, this is about three years ago, actually, maybe four years ago. And, um, you know, I wanted to, I had a, I had a music career. I was, I was doing music, but I wasn't, I wasn't truly happy. You know, I wasn't where I wanted to be in my career. I wasn't creating things that I really wanted to create. I was comparing, you know, hip hop is the music that I've, that I've been doing. And hip hop is a very competitive genre. Uh, it's a lot of eyes. I have this. I'm this. You're not that. I have this. You don't have that. And, uh, you know, I was just I was very comparing and that that wasn't healthy. So in order to me for me to figure out what's going to make me happy, I, I had to first figure out who I am. And I began to dive into some of the, the spiritual books, everything from the Tao Te Ching, Book of the Way to uh, the Bhagavad Gita to, you know, the readings of Ram Das and Pema Chodron, uh, Wayne Dyer. You know, I just became enthralled and captivated by spirituality because it gave me uh, control in a very um, uh, hectic world, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of what started uh, me on the path of, of knowing, you know, who I am or what I am. You know, am I, I have thoughts, am I my thoughts? You know, these things are crucial in order to live peacefully, to walk uh, peacefully on this planet and not to walk in the, in the ego. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what started it. It was a, it was a low point, um, me not being happy and just searching for happiness. Mm-hmm. I was going to say as well, Prince, I know a lot of people know you for your most recent videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But like you said before as well, I think a lot of people don't realise that you've been on this different energy force for a long time now. Mm. And the song that I actually came across six years back before like you came globally recognised was um, Bars from Suma. Mm. And that really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a cult uh, track right there. A lot of people love that one. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that yeah. one. Yeah, I was... I... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think as well, that was seven years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was, I, see, I, I, I've always, you know, even even as a child, I had a, a leaning towards towards the, the, the metaphysical, towards the spiritual world. You know, I, I remember as a kid just looking into the mirror and just questioning, who is that? That's not me. You know, yeah. just not having that body identification. Um, and deep down, I knew that, you know, my, my path that I was going to take was going to lead me towards some type of uh, spiritual teaching or understanding but uh but i resisted it for a long time you know yeah. but uh but yeah yeah bars from sumer great great track i, I, I yeah. haven't listened to that in a while i, I want to go back now <laughs> definitely yeah. yeah i listened to it a few times today actually it's brilliant wow wow nice thank you thank you prince do you think do you think like since that song like seven years ago like much has changed now in terms of the way media and the leap on the planet would you say <clears throat> wow wow um you know i only know my uh experience you know my my view of the world mm-hmm. uh you know it's an old saying there's one there's one earth but there's seven billion worlds and uh you know the world is born out of out of you out of each and every one of us our internal world and so yeah the world has changed for me in a lot of ways you know i look deeper uh i understand i love more um as far as um trying to look at things that have changed in an objective manner uh 
you know, I don't, I don't know if I can even give a uh, an accurate response on that. You know, I, I know people are tend, you know, people tend to say, yeah, we, you know, we're moving to a a place of uh, consciousness changing and, and spirituality uh, is pervading, you know, the atmosphere. And I, I don't know if I can say that with with I, I see that, but you know, also I come back to certain places uh, like you know places where I live, St. Louis, Missouri. And I don't see it, so you know I can't make a really an objective assessment on on change in that in that sense. Politically, you know, I think that it's beautiful because we see people that are uh, <clears throat> leaning towards freedom, leaning towards uh, you know pro pro rights and pro freedom, um, anti torture, you know, things like that. They kind of are, mm-hmm. are reminiscent of of the seventies. You know, Bernie Sanders has a lot of a lot of support, um, and it, it's it, it illustrates, you know, there there might be a shifting and more uh, more compassion and connection uh, and more understanding. So, you know, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah, in your song as well, Prince um, Bars from Sumer, you were talking about in relation to the Earth closing. Does that do you think that relates to like the conscious conscious shift happening on this planet right now? Would you say? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, I am comfortable enough to say that. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but I do know that the the uh, everything works in seasons and in cycles, um, and and so to 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 flow with that is uh, is what I'm doing, and uh, yeah. really the the best we can do. Is the flow and understand that everything has changed. So as, as much as we see uh, some type of shift towards awareness, you know, uh, give it give it some time. We'll see the other, the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, actually, Prince, I loved um, a line that you said in your song as well. You said that I can show you the entire universe in a grain of sand. Mm. And I really like that, but I think it's crazy how we think that we're the centre of the universe. Mm. And I think as well, we think that we're the most technology advanced. Mm. But there's so much more to this life and reality, and we haven't really got a clue about it. Mm. But I think that's the beauty as well. Mm. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, you look at the electromagnetic spectrum. I mean, science is science, you know. I mean, we can all hopefully agree on uh, empirical uh, proof and data, and you know, science tells us that we only see things that reflect visible light, which is only ten percent of the electromagnetic spectrum. Yeah. You know, we can't. It's so many things that we aren't seeing, that we aren't noticing. Um, you know, the world that mystery is so is so beautiful um, to 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 be aware to, and and I, I do believe that we have a potential to see more. But will we see everything as uh, through through God's eyes or the universe's eyes? Probably not, at least not when we're in our bodies. But maybe it's possible. You got to be open to all possibilities. And uh, and yeah, it's it's it's, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm, it certainly is beautiful. This unknown, mm. Prince. I know, like over the last year or so, like you've had a little bit of different direction in terms of how you present your message, mm-hmm. but. What are you hoping to impact with your message now? You know, I I want to I want to galvanize. You know, I, I used to focus on the external and changing the external, but you know, I realized that uh, it's really about the internal. 
right? Because the internal is what dictates the reality that we construct. Um, so my my goal is is simply to show people that uh, a world of peace and compassion and love is possible. You know, it's possible. Uh, I don't want to say that. Yeah, we we can we can we're gonna get to that. I just want to show people that it's possible, and it's only possible if they look within themselves and find the love within themselves, uh, because that's such power and such potential that is 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 trapped in a lot of people. Uh, hidden, you know, and uh, that's because of conditioning, uh, because of our own self-conditioning and reinforcement. But I want to f- and, and galvanize people to look within and find that power, tap into that power and strength uh, so that we can create a very beautiful uh, reality. And that's it. Yeah, I like that. I, I really do think as well that people like yourself as well, Prince, and other other real inspirational people as well, are all part of this bigger purpose. Mm. And in my eyes, it's to shift us to this never next level of collective consciousness. Mm. And, and in my opinion, you're certainly somebody who is definitely awake. Mm. But I was wondering, like, what did you do to open yourself up to this collective consciousness in your own mind? Mm. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. You know, it's 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 when when. You know, you look at uh, the Buddhist tradition and, you know, they talk about uh, samsara, you know, this cycle of birth and death mm-hmm. and people known as bodhisattvas that have reached enlightenment and should, you know, have the opportunity to go to nirvana, this this, this beautiful place. But they come back, they come back to help humanity and to help uh, all beings, really, until and they will go. Uh, this this collective consciousness, you know, I, I believe what it looks like is a, a place of love and a place of seeing clearly. Because that's all that's all love is. It's seeing beyond your conditioning, seeing beyond your judgments, the, your ideas about the world, and coming into contact with the world, not your ideas about the world. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting fact about religion is is they liken it to the to the analogy of going into a restaurant and eating the menu. You know, it's 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 religion is, is eating the menu. Uh we, we read these texts and we, we put so much stock into the words, what Jesus said, but we don't really know what Jesus meant. Uh we don't really we, we read the text but we don't get the food from it. And I think all all religions are very beautiful in that they the essence of them is is it's about the self discovery and discovering the kingdom within us all. And I think when when we all can reach that place of of love that's inside of each and every one of us uh, together. Wow. Like your message has been heard millions of times over. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people resonate with your message so much? Mm. Yeah, because I think deep down we all want to love. Uh, we walk around with these masks and these these um, uh, these costumes mm. on. We're pretending to be something that we're not. And fundamentally, we're all the same. We all want one thing. I mean, you you can uh, we can say politically we need this, we need that, but every human being. On on this planet from the rapist to the to the sage wants to be happy that's one thing but it's our ways of attaining the happiness that creates suffering 
And for me, I just kind of break things down on a very fundamental level. And I show people that happiness isn't outside, it's inside of you. And I think we all all know that, um, but it's been so much conditioning and brainwashing and inculcation that we've we've uh, we've kind of been under assault with for our entire lives. And mm-hmm. I just break through it. I break through the noise, and I think I reach people on a on a different level. Um, because I always say this: what comes from the heart reaches the heart. And for me, I, I try to create things that come from my heart. And uh, even though you know the ego does its thing. I always come back to the place of service and I try to forget myself and through forgetting myself, I can help people discover themselves. Mm. I think, I think Richard, uh, many people like resonate with your message mm-hmm. because it gives them hope, mm-hmm. like hope to get out of the system of society. Mm-hmm. Like do you yourself feel like you've broken out of the system and you've created your pathway and journey or do you still feel connected to it? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I um I'm vigilant. I'm vigilant. You know, we uh you know, which system is is a good question, you know. Are we talking about the the uh the, the American system, the 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 system in England, which system because there's mm-hmm. so there's so many so are we talking about the system of the human experience? Uh can we break out of that? You know, I don't know. You know, I, I I question my thoughts. I uh I try to I'm, I'm very grateful. I think gratitude is uh is breaking out of the system, you know, when you're when you recognize that this is a gift, that this life is a gift, every breath, you know, who 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 shows gratitude to breath? You know, it's 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 happening without us doing it. And yet, if we didn't do it, we would die. <laughs> you know, so who 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 sh- to be grateful of things like that? It it gives me so much joy, and I think that's when we are free, when we are grateful, and we recognize our ephemeral nature that we're not here forever. And um, you know, we we should love. We shouldn't hold grudges and be angry. We should we should live in love. That's I think that's breaking out uh, yeah. of, of of the system fully. Um, until well, at least that's where I speak from the place that I am now. That might change, uh, you know, a year from now. I'll come back and ask me that question. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say as well. I think the current like societal system is built upon like keeping people down. Like if you turn on the news and it's all about like negativity and fear. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think people have got to like stop allowing negative aspects to rule their life. Yeah. And I think people have got to start like taking positive steps. Wow. Stop watching the news and become their own positive news channel. Everyone around them. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Uh, wow, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, I do. I read a stat the other day. It's about ninety uh, percent of the thoughts that we have. I think it's eighty-seven actually. Eighty-seven percent of the thoughts that we have are negative. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to train ourselves. I mean, it's a muscle. Mindfulness is a muscle that we can train uh, to to to. Think more positively. You know, optimism is an intellectual choice. Uh, and once we make that choice, we are happier. I mean, every study proves that, that we are happier. We, we live longer. Uh, so, you know, it, you're right. The system is constant because, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. That's the, the yeah. media, uh, sensationalist philosophy. So we have to we have to question that. Uh, but it's, it's all about choice. We can see the things that that happen to us as uh as roadblocks 
or stepping stones. We can see things. We can question and do things happen to us or do they happen for us for us to yeah. grow for us to to let go of that which is holding us back it's a choice it's a choice and i just offer people uh that 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 choice and show them that autonomy uh and control is is, is possible um in a in a very negative world mm, yeah i was gonna say as well i think as well that we need to like surround ourselves with people who push us at, push us forward as humans because mm. for me as well every time i spend time with someone who was thinking out of the box yeah and I'm always wanting, to, in terms of like wanting to push themselves, yeah. always pushes me on as well as a person. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, uh, they say your input determines your outlook. Uh, what you're putting into yourself, the conversations that you're having, the people you're hanging around, that determines how you're going to view the world. You know, if you want to, if you want to catch the flu, then you go around to somebody who has the flu, right? If you want to catch a positive mindset, then you stay around people with a positive mindset. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's that simple. So you're, you're totally right. So the people, the people you surround yourself with are very important for uh, a, a healthy uh, well-being, for sure. Mm. And following on from that, like I think one thing that keeps us limited on our thinking is our influences from uh, our so-called role models in the system. Like These role models have been less effective in influencing the current generation for hope. Like previous role models like yeah. Martin Luther King, yeah. John Lennon, Ali, all of these role models were someone who's fought for an idea and fought for a real purpose. Yeah. And you don't get that as much these days? Yeah, not too much. Not too much. Um, because it's very ego-driven, you know. Mm. Uh, but interestingly enough, I was listening to an interview by a guy named Michael Eric Dyson, He's a professor, I think, at Georgetown, and he was talking about Martin Luther King. He said it was only until after Martin Luther King died was he really glorified. You know, when he was when he was alive, I mean, he was he was disliked by many many people, uh, especially the media uh, or various organizations. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's it's unfortunately that it's unfortunate that you know people have to have to die before we uh, we start to. To, to, to really appreciate them, but you, you, you're right. I mean, we don't scroll out, but luckily we have the internet, and there's there are a lot. I mean, you guys. I mean, there are a lot of positive influences out there that uh, that we can we can find now, and we can we can strive to be like. Um, so yeah, yeah. The, the the culture has definitely has definitely shifted, but it's still it's still beautiful, and it's still possible to find. Good, good role models, uh, but ultimately it's about finding yourself, right? It's about a teacher, yeah. a teacher that finding a teacher that teaches you uh, how to fish, right? Not to not yeah. not, not to uh, not catching the fish for you. He teaches you how to fish so that you can live this life uh, fully and uh, without relying on anybody else. Mm, definitely, like um. An area which relates and something I feel that needs to be addressed and one of those major problems in society is and maybe the biggest problem overall is this judgment of other people on this planet. Like we constantly watch programs on TV and media, people being judged for their efforts and often being criticised for that effort. But like it's such a common occurrence that this judgment is allowed to linger in the society and that allows us ourselves this opportunity to place judgment towards others mm. like even from the earlier times the Romans judged the Christians to be inferior mm. men judged women to be inferior and all throughout time we have placed this judgment 
that someone is either better or worse than us. Wow. Wow. Yes, yes. Um, you know, our, um, our judgments are mirrors, right? Like we see things in others that we see in ourselves, you know. So if we see someone as violent, it's because we have violence inside of us. We see someone as, as inferior. It's because we see ourselves as inferior, right? There's an old saying when a when a um, a pickpocket his pockets, all he sees is his goodness. You know, when you when you change that which is inside of you, you can't help but you can't help not to look at the world through loving eyes. Uh, how do we expect the world to be perfect when our vision is clouded with judgment? With anger, uh, with 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 um, disparagement, you know. So yeah, throughout history, and this is this is the this is this is not deeper looking. Uh, I always say, you know, if you every everybody on the planet, you know, you think about think just think about your worst enemy, you know. And if you really say to yourself, all right, so if I had their level of if their level of consciousness was my level of consciousness, if their suffering was my suffering. If if their thoughts were my thoughts, then I would think, act, behave exactly as they do, you know, and that's that's deeper looking. And unfortunately, you know, we haven't been trained to look deeply at people. We're, we're very separate. Uh, xenophobia is a big problem. Racism is a big problem. But uh, but yeah, you know, the, the answers start once again, they they started in inside of us. Um and yeah, you know, we, 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 once we cultivate a, uh, a view that comes from love, we can't help, uh, not to see love in all people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Something that I've got, I think, is a huge issue is that all the divides around the planet, like in terms of like skin color, religion, and even sexism as well, mm-hmm. I think a lot of time these divides are also being reinforced on like a daily basis. Mm by even like certain power structures that hold the real fact that we are all one and we're all universally connected. Mm. And I think as well, no one is born a racist. I think this is like a learned behavior and conditioning. Uh. And only till then we unlearn this false condition and we can have peace. Mm. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got to question everything. Question, yeah, question everything we've been taught because these, these things that we've been taught are not us. They're, they're secondary to us. You know, there's there was us and then there's things that we've been adding on to us the whole uh, our whole our whole lives. Uh, they say spirituality is polishing the mirror. Right. So you, you your life is this mirror. And on this mirror, you have a lot of streaks, a lot of marks. You know, you might have some some spit on there from brushing your, you know, your teeth in the mirror, you know, a little toothpaste. Uh, you know, and, and, and these are these are our filters, you know, and only until we clean off the filters and clean off our conditioning, things that we've been taught, things that have been placed on top of that mirror, then we see things clearly. We see ourselves clearly and we see the world clearly. Mm, that's perfect, man. Yeah. It's just something I would like to see improved, like, is the education process. Like, I believe this limits ourselves and the understanding of how powerful we truly are. Like, we should be teaching children that they are incredible and amazing and have all this potential. 
yet it feels like the system is more focused on developing someone who is limited to their thoughts, mm. not thinking out the box and like just answering standardized questions mm. and reading that textbook, becoming a follower and not really asking the questions that matter, like why did this happen or asking other alternatives that spark your creative thought. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, this is the, the mass production that we call education. You know, in in the world, it's it's they teach you uh, what to think, not how to think. Uh, you know, how to think is few and far between. Not many uh, schools or educators focus on that, uh, but it is happening. Um, you know, I think it is changing. Uh, but yeah, throughout and the, and the, the this tradition of education is so old and antiquated. You know, are we really optimizing every child's gifts? You know, we have children. So many just just diverse and amazing gifts people do, and to not optimize every individual's gifts is a disservice to humanity. You know, I mean, how how amazing would this world be if everybody was living their purpose, everybody was living their gift? Uh, unfortunately, we have conformity. Oh, I have to get a job that's gonna that's gonna pay. Uh, I can't I can't risk that. You know, we, we tell kids uh, don't get that degree. The jobs don't pay enough. You know, as a result, because I truly believe when you're living your passion, money comes out of nowhere. Mm, yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know, but, but even if but even if it didn't, we need to create a society that we can take care of each other and and cultivate uh, all of our gifts. I mean, how how amazing would that be for humanity to really reach its its potential? Yeah, definitely, I agree. I think as well, it feels like we're placed as an outcast. Mm. Like if you ask like alternative questions to what which the teachers placed upon us. Yeah. Yep. But Prince, what would you see like the edu- education process needs to do to harness like the minds of children to create this new empowerment for like future generations? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, an individualized approach is something. I-, I can tell my story. I think that I was a very bad student. You know, I didn't care. I was very complacent. Uh, wasn't in- wasn't interested in learning. Uh, but it wasn't until I came into contact with music, with hip-hop, with conscious hip-hop, did I develop a passion for learning. Uh, it, it spoke to me. It was a catalyst. Listening to artists like Immortal Technique and Cannabis and Raz Kaz, and these guys, you know, speaking, you know, uh, Cannabis has a song where he's like, uh, it's the theoretical physicist, meticulous, multidimensional lyricist. Uh, you know, it's like he's going, he's going in. Uh, yeah, he talks about David Hume in one of his songs. He's like, uh, "One should not assume that philosophies of David Hume are nothing more than a subjective conclusion. What is the maximum field rate application of runaway glaciation affecting the ocean basin?" And I'm like, "What? Like what?" Wow, that was sick. That I, I got. Who is David Hume? I'm the researcher. You know, Scottish, you know, Scottish philosopher. Like, oh, so it, it just spoke to me, man, and. I feel like there's so many students that haven't been spoken to. They haven't been reached. And it's 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 a saying that I, I always say. There's no bad students, only inflexible teachers. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like that. If, if, we, if we spoke to and it's you know, it's a process, you know, everybody. But if everybody's here to help each other recognize their gifts, 
oh my God, you know, this this world would be a better place. That there's a theory that I also follow that you you guys probably learned about. It's called the multiple um I think it's uh multiple types of intelligences. Uh, you know, you got people who are uh kinesthetic learners. They learn by doing, uh touch, uh auditory learners. I learn by listening. Uh kids learn what best through stories. Um, so, you know, it's, it, our brains are wired up differently. We have different souls. So we've got to, if we want to create a healthy society, an optimized society, we've got to uh, figure out a way to to, to kind of convey and optimize this individualized approach across the board. Mm. Yeah. But that, and that is the real education right there. Mm. That is when the true learning of who you are comes into play. Yeah. Prince, do you think man's knowledge is our strength or curse in the development of planet Earth? Yeah, you know that that you, I'd say both. I'd say it's our our, uh, our greatest strength and our um, greatest weakness as well. It has uh, we've created many beautiful things through technology, and um, a lot of them had, have made our lives. Uh, better. They've improved the quality of life. But as my, uh, as I was said in Jurassic Park, uh, scientists were so focused on whether they could, they didn't stop to think on whether they should. You know, some of these these advances they they drive us apart. And uh, you know, I, I think ultimately it's up to the person to 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 be the consumer and not to be consumed. Um, but, you know, as we have simultaneously helped the earth and hurt it. And I believe that, I do believe that our harm that we've uh, placed upon other creatures, ourselves and the planet is a stepping stone for us to realize um, what we have. Uh, only it's it's like it's it's like in our lives, right? We only recognize what we have until it's gone, or until it's about yeah. to, about to be gone. So, you know, with climate change, a lot of these different things, animal extinction rates are tremendous, um, tremendously high. So, we have to stop and recognize what we're doing, and I think we are. I think we are doing that. So, um, I'm very, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very hopeful for. Uh, for the human species, I think we're a very beautiful uh, species, and I hope we can live up to to all of our uh, well, my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're exactly right. I think the the development of planet Earth is coming at a cost, but we all have to play an individual role. Yeah. So, Prince, do you think we all have a fight within for something larger than ourselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's written in our DNA that we're here to serve others. We're here to here to help others and to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. That's when that's when self actualization happens. Um, so yeah, absolutely, a resounding yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I completely agree as well. I think that we're all here now because we're meant to be. Yeah. But yeah. Prince, I was wondering, like, what do you think that stops us from like being um, connected emotionally and physically connected? to one powerful, let's say, one unit of energy? Mm. Well, it goes back to ego. It goes back to uh, our, our divisions and separations that we've been conditioned into. And, and 
have perpetuated it. You know, we're kind of like we're method actors, right? You know what a method actor is, an actor who who uh, has studied his role so well, playing his role so well that he goes to his daily life and he becomes that character. Uh, yeah. We are that. We've been told, oh, hey, I'm black, you know, I'm white, I'm British, I'm American. Uh, this is, you know, this is me. But it's not. It's not. Yeah. We've been told that, that that is us. That's what stops us. It's, it's ourselves. It's our mind. Our, um, I mean, it's, it's our conditioning that, that hopefully um, one day we have the courage to question because only then will we be free. Yeah, I agree. I think I think maybe the first thing that we could understand to help us as well is the power of thought. I think we all have like positive and negative thoughts, mm-hmm. but I think if we learn to control them, that can be a key thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. And it's, 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 you know, it's, it's interesting because um, thoughts are, are, are so so beautiful, right? right? They, 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 thoughts. Every every, every action was first, first a thought. thought. Yeah. Right. And, and to, to, to understand your thoughts, thoughts um, but you, you don't even have to control them, because right? You can't control them. They come and they go. go. But really, to recognize that you are not your thoughts is, is strength and control from um, doing things that you might regret in life. Um, so, so yeah, yeah thoughts, thoughts are very important to understand. And what, what you know, what, what is, is a thought made out of? Right? right? Trace, Trace the source of the thought. thought. Where does it come from? Nobody, Nobody knows. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, it's us. It's, it's all, we, we are, are the witnesses of thought. We, why, we, we, we put up where our attention is. That's what creates and builds the thought. We give it a lot of energy when we focus on it. So to know that we're not our thoughts is. It's the single most important um, step towards freedom. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say as well, Prince, I fully believe that. Like, thoughts also work on a frequency. And I think someone listening to this might be thinking, oh, what a load of crap. Yeah. But I think, no, like, if you think about this, no one can see, like, your message in the sky when you text someone, can they? Mm. Uh. Now, if you really think about the biggest and best technology available to us on this planet is our brain. yeah. I love that. Wow. <laughs> very true. Very true. Prince, what am um, I? was wondering what, what's your thoughts on, like, on on the power of like the law of attraction? The law of attraction. Wow. Um, you know, I... Uh, <laughs> an interesting question. Interesting question. Uh, you know, I think like attracts like. Um, but ultimately... Um, you know, I I really do think that we are flowing through this world, through this universe, and the more we become love, the more we um, have figured ourselves out, the more we begin to get what we want, and not not the ego, um, what we want from our egos, but what we what we truly want, we get. I think uh, if we're if we're willing to work on ourselves, uh, we we begin to attract these things. So you know, I mean, I you know, my, personally, uh, I haven't given the law of attraction too much thought. Um, mm. It doesn't, you know, I mean, it might play a huge role in my in my life. I'm just not aware of it. I, I only I only really focus on 
um, you know, me understanding that I'm not my thoughts, uh, yeah. trying to really know what I am and create out of that. Um, mm. And yeah, so. I think that's a beautiful way of looking at it, Prince, because you're not just focusing on your thoughts as just you as one, but you focus on yourself as a bigger picture. Mm. Instead of just, you're going beyond your power of your thought and you're going into who you are. Mm. Wow. And I think, and I think beyond the power of rational thought, like requires subconscious reactions. And I think these come from daily internal practices. Wow. wow. So, Prince, I was just wondering, what internal practices can someone do to love themselves and love their fellow human being. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think initially it's le- it's less about trying to to love, um, because when you try to do something, it's it's resistance. Uh, mm. Just find the truth, and when you when you find the truth, you understand that you are love, and you know you can't. I mean, the flower isn't trying to be a flower or trying to emit the sweet fragrance that it does. It, it just, it is that. Yeah. So it can't not do it. So that is living in its truth. And when we live in our truths, see, I'm a scientist and I never wanted to believe in anything. I always wanted to know. I wanted to, 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 to find out, to experience. Uh, I just didn't just want to believe in things just because my ego, uh, it, it comforts it. Um, you know, even though even though that's a human tendency, and maybe on some level I, I do that, but uh, I think if anybody wants to to cultivate love inside of themselves, they just have to find the truth, and um, and that you know you, that can take you. I, I think books, uh, you need the the wisdom of others, right? We don't have to recreate the wheel. We can look towards the every problem that that you have that you're going through. I'll tell you a truth. Somebody has already experienced it. They have gotten out of it, conquered it, and written a book about it. You know, so if you want to know how to love, if that's something you're interested in, then, then look towards the wisdom of the ancients. Um, but ultimately, find, figure out what you are. Find the truth. Um, usually people find out what they are by finding out what they are not. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be my, my advice or suggestions. Mm, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Prince, uh, as well, like, something that really makes me wonder mm-hmm. is the next level. Like, what do you feel is the next level of becoming human? Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of theories on that one. And some people say homo spiritus, right? I saw a, <laughs> a documentary that the, the spiritual man, you know, perhaps the level of, of uh, higher consciousness um, is is the next step. We'll see. Uh, but the Buddha was asked that question. Um, you know, what is the what is the future hold? And he said, he said, why are you worried about the future if you can't even stay in the present? <laughs> wow, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the present. If we love, if we are grateful for this life, this experience, everything will unfold as it as it should. Yeah, I definitely agree. That was a great answer. But I was Prince. I was wondering. Um, what what is like Prince A's perfect version of the world? Prince's perfect version of the world. Wow. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, you know, just a world where yeah, everybody is uh just is loved and taken care of. Um, you know, they say three mil- three million people go to bed hungry every night. You know, 
but four million people go to bed hungry for love. You know, it's it's love is something that not many people receive or get or understand. And I, I really would love to see a world that that is based around love. I think I truly think love is the answer to every problem. <laughs> um, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So rigid, man. It's it's a beautiful image of life and what will come when the world embraces love. And yeah. now, now something I would like to leave the listener on is purpose and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. What do you believe is the purpose of this existence? And what final thought would you like to share with the listener who is ready to become their ultimate self? Yeah. I think the you know I think the purpose of this existence is to enjoy it to to um. Um, to truly enjoy, enjoy, you know, enjoy yourself, right? The self, uh, to to find yourself, to know thyself. I think that's the purpose because everything springs out of that. I mean, this is I don't I don't know what I did, what we did in a previous lives from now, from you know here, but it had to be pretty good, you know, yeah. because what what a gift. Yeah, <laughs> what, a what a gift and we have to recognize that gift I mean even the use of a, a computer half of the people in the world will never use a computer in their lives that that what a gift that we have that we've been graced into this in this time in this place I mean it's our duty to serve others to help others uh, and, and, and I think that's that's truly the purpose that's true. Yeah. I think that's I think that's absolutely phenomenal that we finally understand that life is a gift. Mm. It's not just to be taken for granted. Mm. Yeah. And I'd just like to say as well, thank you for your time today. And I know you've got two and a half million followers on Facebook, <laughs> but for those people who haven't found you yet, yeah. where can people find you and what are you currently working on? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just type in Prince EA. Uh, whatever you use, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Actually, Instagram is Prince underscore EA. But, you know, whatever you use, follow me on there. Facebook is probably where you get the most of my uh, my journey uh, and my thoughts. So I, I kind of use that the most of everything. Uh, currently, I am, you know, I'm working on a couple projects. I'm working on a spoken word piece about exactly what we just talked about, just the gift that we have here. Um, the power of now, the presence, um, and it shouldn't be, shouldn't be wasted. Uh, I'm traveling a bit coming up. I'll be in LA again at the end of this month. I'll be in India in, uh, the beginning of March. First time. I'm very excited. Uh, if anybody has, if you guys have any tips, I don't know if you've been, but you know, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm just happy and, you know, to everybody listening, um, you know, just just the fact that you're listening to something that will increase and improve the quality of your life is a is a gift. Keep going, keep going. Don't stop. Um, you know, look look to the answer to everything is love. Um, and yeah, I, I love everybody. I love you guys. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, I would just like to say thank you for being our podcaster, dear. And I would just like to say as well, keep inspiring change, brother. I think all this struggle and also challenge. It wasn't for nothing. I think we can all work together. Mm. And our generation certainly needs people, people like yourself to push us to that next level. So I'd just like to say peace, brother. Wow. Peace. You too. Thank you for what you do. Yeah, thank you, Prince. Fun fact. Planet Earth is 4.5 billion years old. 
Mankind, about 140,000 years old. Let me put that in perspective. If you condense the Earth's lifespan into 24 hours, that's one full day, then we have been here on this planet for, drum roll please, three seconds. Three seconds. And look what we've done. We have modestly named ourselves Homo sapiens, meaning wise man. But is man really so wise? Smart, yes, and it's good to be smart, but not too smart for your own good. Yes, we have split the atom. Yes, we build clever machines that navigate the universe in search of new homes, but at the same time, those atoms we split created nuclear warfare. In our quest to explore the galaxy, rejects and neglects the home that we have here now, so no, that cannot be wisdom. Wisdom is different. While intelligence speaks, wisdom listens, and we willingly covered our ears to Mother Nature's screams and closed our eyes to all of her help-wanted signs. Wisdom knows that every action has an equal and opposite reaction, so if we were wise, we would not be shocked when we see storms that are stronger than ever before, or more drought, hurricanes, and wildfire than ever before, because there's more pollution than ever before, more carbon, more trees cut down than ever before. At a record pace, we have increased the extinction of animals by 1,000 times the normal rate. What a feat. In the next 10 to 100 years, every beloved animal character in every children's book is predicted to go extinct. Lions gone, rhinos gone, tiger, gorilla, elephant, polar bear gone in three seconds. Species that have been here longer than us will be gone because of us in this three seconds. In an existence shorter than a Vine video, we turn the circle of life into our own personal conveyor belt. Somebody, anybody help. We were given so much. The only planet in this solar system with life. I mean, we are one in a million. No, actually, scientifically, we are one in a billion, trillion, trillion. That's a one followed by 33 zeros. And I don't want to get too spiritual, but how are we not a miracle? We are perfectly positioned to the sun so we don't burn, but not too distant so we don't turn to ice. Goldilocks said it best, we are just right This paradise, where we are given medicine from trees Not coincidentally, but because like the song says We are family, literally Everything, every species is connected genetically From the sunflower to the sunfish And this is what we must recognize before it's too late Because the real crisis is not global warming Environmental destruction or animal agriculture It is us, these problems are symptoms of us Byproducts of us our inner reflection Loss of connection has created this misdirection We have forgotten that everything contributes to the perfection of mother nature Corporations keep us unaware and disconnected But they have underestimated our strength Contrary to popular belief Millions are waking up out of their sleep Seeing our home being taken right up under our feet we cannot allow our history to be written by the wicked, greedy, and loony. It is our duty to protect Mother Nature from those who refuse to see her beauty. Call me crazy, but I believe we should have the right to eat food that's safe with ingredients we can pronounce. Drink water that is clean, marvel at trees, breathe air free of toxins. These are natural rights, not things that can be bargained for in Congress. See, they want you to feel powerless, but it has been said that something as small as the flutter of a butterfly's wing can cause a typhoon halfway around the world. But when enough people come together, we too will make waves And watch the world into a new era Filled with love and connection Freedom for all without oppression But it is up to you, yes you watching this behind this screen To make the effort Because time is of the essence And only together can we make it To the fourth second
We can no longer rely on those who have polluted our air, water, and sea for a solution. There will be no Iron Man coming with a super technological fix to save the world. In fact, we cannot save the world, but we can recreate the world. We must do something about our trees. Trees are so important to this planet, destroying them is causing more than 7 billion tons of greenhouse gas emissions each year. If we don't stop the destruction of the world's forests, we will not be able to solve climate change, period. For the past year, I've been supporting Stand for Trees, a platform that puts the power of change back into the hands of the people. They allow you to take responsibility for your carbon footprint and directly protect the threatened forests, forest communities, and wildlife of the world. If millions of us support Stand for Trees right now, we could actually do something about climate change and environmental destruction. Only through the collective actions of us all will we have a future full of forests, forests that are full of life, and a planet that is full of harmony. Please join me and go to StandForTrees.org to save a forest and to save our future. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Please head over to our website at ascendbodymind.com for other previous episodes. And while you're at it, tell a friend about the podcast and let's keep pushing forward as a human being on this planet.